Hello, hello, hello. This is episode two of the, the Jack Johnson podcast, I guess I'm going to call it. I'm thinking this is going to be episode, um, I reckon, well, we'll see at the end of it. But I'm walking, so it might just be called The Walk. Uh, I normally ride, I don't drive. Um, just once and fearfully honest, I never, yeah, just never, just never have. Um, I'm pretty sure I can. I can. I remember having lessons back at, back in the day when I was like 18, and I was pretty. I weren't too bad at it. Like I could have done it, but again, it's just, it's just cost. And I'm very fortunate where I live. I, I live. I've always lived like very much central Manchester. Do you know what I mean? I grew up in Burnage, which. If you know Burnage quite well, I lived at the, like the bottom end, so kind of right near kind of town. So all I'd have to do is to get into town, I'd, you know, I'd have a jump on a 50 or get the, get the train at Mulder Road and it'd be one stop into town. And then obviously nowadays there's a tram. Um, but again, it, always, it was funny when, when we were kids. Um, my mum and dad had never let, her have, let us have bikes because we lived just off Kingsway, which Obviously, when you're a kid, you think, oh, why won't you let me have a bike? And obviously, now as an adult, you think, I know exactly why, because I definitely would have got run over 100%. So I always had a kind of, as soon as I kind of got to like 15, 16, got a bike, and, and that's, and yeah, I ride everywhere, just because it's something that I always, um, yeah, just, I just I just like riding a bike, but I've been, um, I've been, I've been struggling, I've, I've, I've had to, uh, I've had like a, a slow puncture, so I've been pumping it up for a couple of weeks. Finally came to payday, bought a new one, a, a new kind of inner tube. But I've just not had, I've just not had time to, to do it because it's, it's it's a bit of a faff, faff around to do it. So I walked yesterday uh, to work, and I, and again the, the weather's nice. So I thought, do you know what? I'm doing it again. I'm walking um, because I'm riding everywhere, and yeah, sometimes it's nice to, to have a bit of a walk. And I kind of I only walk when I'm doing my Sunday strolls. So. I thought, you know what? Had a bit of a bit of a tough gym session yesterday. Um, lifting, lifting quite heavy, so I could feel it in my legs today. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a little stretch of the legs, and and it's, I don't, I, do you know what? It probably, I'll work it out, but it's probably, probably, it's probably about a 15, 15 mile walk to work, maybe 20. And um, yeah, some people, like, when I say stuff like that, or when I ride to work, so. Some people's like, they're funny, they're just like, oh my God, that's so far. But I always put it in perspective. Like I remember like my granddad used to walk everywhere. He never drove. And he used to, he used to walk, I'm so, when I say miles, it, it was probably like 50, 50 miles a day, that guy, to and from. It was absolutely unbelievable. So, and I always remember that, he always told us that. So that's always in my head. So when people are like, oh, it's fine. To me, it's, again, it's all about perspective, isn't it? And I think that's sometimes, you know, we put we put a, a massive um, kind of a, a weight or a hold on something that you know you think you can't do, and then when you do it, you're like, oh, it's, it won't be that far. Or, and I think it's the same with with life in general. When you you know when there's something you want to do, and I think especially when you you're a creative person, and you know if you're not a creative person, it's the exact same. But like I, I think what I find is, and when I speak to creative people, and again when I when I speak to more people on the podcast, like I say, I'm going to be interviewing uh, a whole heap of different people, and that's that's what the podcast's about. Because people keep asking me, like, "Oh, well, what's your podcast about?" And I'm I'm finding it very difficult to to kind of come up with a you know a, you know a, a topic or a you know for me it's for me it's about culture. It's about it's about people. It's about you know it's about me. And it's about it's just about communicating, it's just about talking, it's just about letting and document yourself for me, documenting what I'm doing, but also being able to talk to people and again got you know, I'm gonna be 29 on Thursday. So obviously this is gonna be released when I'm 29. And if you've listened to the first podcast, you'll have know, a, a, a running joke with that. And uh, apologies, I'm going past the massive dual carriageway, so if the sound's not great, I apologize, but hey ho. That's, that's life, that's real, that's, that's what, you know, like I say, I'm not doing, I'm not editing these, I'm not, you know, spending hours on them, I'm just, I'm, I'm pressing play and I'm speaking and that's, again, that's, that's what the podcast's about and anyone who comes on 
is is you know is going to be very well aware of that. Don't get don't get it twisted. There's something that they say and they're very, you know they really like. Look, can you please not put that on? You know I will. But again, I will say that I will say look, this has been edited because I think that's one of a, bit, a massive issue we have at the moment is everyone wants to well not everyone but a lot of people want to just make out like it's, everything's perfect and this is how it is and. And is and life isn't life isn't like that. Like I say, it's you know it's it's, it's peaks and troughs, it's ups and downs, and and again, like capturing this this moment now. Like I say, it could have been could have been a bit down. Like oh, I've got to walk to work, or I ain't got time to put But again, you just get just get on with it. Do you know what I mean? It's there's there's always somebody worse off. And I'll keep going back to these sayings and saying things like this because there is. It's you've you've really got to realise that if you're listening to this, we're you're so lucky. It's unbelievable, like the fact that I'm able to do this, record this on my phone and, and walk to work where, you know, I have a job and then I get to come home, I've got a meeting tonight with the own boys and then after that, if I've got time, I'm going to go to the gym. Now, I don't take that for granted in the slightest, don't get it twisted, I've worked really hard to get to this point as well and, you know, some people have think, well, and again, I'm, I'm, there's no, I'm nowhere near content or happy where I am at the moment. But then, like I say, you take a step back and this could be, could, this could be the like I say, podcast I say that all the time as well. It is, you've got to, you have got to realise like if you're not where you want to be or there's goals and, and aims that you've got, like I say, write them down and start working towards them and that's what and I've, I've known this for quite a while to be perfectly honest but I've not, I've not really been implementing it and, and it's because you, life life just does you know it does get on top of you sometimes and you're so busy trying to you know you're trying to work so you can you know so you can pay your bills and and live and pay your rent and 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 it, it gets to the point where I know I was I was getting I was getting so down I was getting stressed like I'm talking really stressed that we're putting on so much pressure on myself and people around me and don't get me wrong I have days where you know I still have you know a little kind of hissy fits or but I'm, I'm becoming a lot more I'm wiser I'm, I'm, I'm realizing like the triggers what which I have you know why am I thinking like this why am I feeling like this and Taking a step back is a is a really underrated tool, or just just breathing for ten seconds and just catching your breath. Close your eyes, catch your breath for ten seconds, and think. Right, that's a little grounded tool as well. If you ever suffer from anxiety or anything like that, because people do. I think, and I hope you know. Hopefully, especially I know I know a lot of men and annual men suffer from it, where you know, and you know, obviously women as well, and and. This is, that's a great, that's a great tool to just reset and focus again and like recalibrate and just get your, get your mind right and, and think right, okay. This is not going according to plan. But sometimes you've just got to run with that and you've got to become comfortable in those scenarios. And I know that sounds a bit, bit crazy but it's it's true you've got to you've got to recognize what you why you're thinking and feeling like that and every day is a school day so you you know there's going to be scenarios sometimes that you've never experienced so you, you know you're going to think well how can I how can I think like that but you do if you honestly if you just take take a step back and just think oh I'm okay I'm doing all right I've got it pretty lucky, and then go from there and work you and work it out and work your way out. And for me, it's like I say it's writing it down. It, it could be on the computer for you. It could go for a walk. It could do some exercise. I don't know. Whatever it is that makes you tick, that's what you've got. That's what you've got to do. You've got to. You've got to get your your mindset on point. And that comes with time, it comes with experience. But you, you I, I'm telling you once, once you, once that clicks in your head, 
you, you are, you, you, you start doing what you want to do. And this is, this is what, this is, I've, I've wanted to do this for so, so long. I can't tell you, you know, um, and a lot of it was fear of other people, what, oh, what are they going to think or, you know, or what, you know, is, is anyone going to listen to it? And to be perfectly honest, I, you know, it's, I know this will help someone, I know it's, it's helping me, because when I listen back to the first episode, you know, I had, you know, I had about five seconds of cringe wave, like, oh no. But to be perfectly honest, I was proud of myself. I was like, Do you know what? All right, it started a little bit slow, but I got there, and and I, I, and I think this is what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to say it. he's going to come across in these these podcasts eventually. The more I do it, the better I get at it. The, the more the more it's going to flow, and obviously the guests that I get on and the people I'm going to have on, it'll be the same with them. It might, you know, I've got a couple of people lined up, and a couple of people have you know dropped out or timing's not been perfect, but. You know, we've, we're going to rearrange, and, and that again, that's life. You know, I was all set to record one the other night, and sadly that person, you know, couldn't couldn't do it. But I was like, don't worry about it. You know, we'll do it. But they would do. They they had their own stuff to get on, and, and, I, and I respect that. And I think that sometimes you have to realise that not everyone is going to have the same, have a standards of you, or thought process as you. Or they might be going through something that you don't but have an absolute scooby-doo about. So you can't, you know, try not to judge them. And I say there was a couple of times in... Excuse me, I'm going to cough in a bit. <coughs> Excuse me. There was a couple of times in that first podcast where, like I say, I had it was a bit like, oh, I can't believe I've said that. But again, I am, you know, that's why I've not edited it. That's why I've not, you know... Because that's the truth. That's what that's what I was thinking and feeling at that particular moment. And I had such a good day. I'd been like filming all day, doing all that. And then, I, like I said, I had a moment where it was like, right, this is the, this is this is it. And it's the same with this point. Then I was listening to some music. Music went off. Walking up, I thought, well, I've got at least another forty minutes to walk here. And I thought, right, here we go. Here's episode two. Let's go. And that's what it is, it's managing, managing your time, your schedule. But sometimes opportunities arise, and when they do, sometimes you've just got to take them. And the last thing you want to, you want to have is regret. And, because it is, it's a horrible feeling. It's, it's real, it is all when you think, like I, I do it a lot. I, I think about things that have happened in the past, whether it's relationships or friends or scenarios or jobs or, you know, things where I know I've not been 100% me. And, and they, still, they still get me, they still resonate with me, they still make me feel like shit. And I feel really guilty and I beat myself up. But this morning, the same thing happened. I ended up having some crazy dreams. And I, I woke up and I was just like, oh, feeling a bit, you know, feeling a bit, oh. And I just thought, right, take a breath. Don't look at my phone, because that's what everyone does now. You know, straight away, I'm just going to go on Insta or Facebook or, you know, whatever. And I thought, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to lie in bed. And I lay in bed for 20 minutes. And I know some people are like, well, I don't have the luxury to do that. And that's fair enough. You might not, and you know if that's that's you know. But I do. I, I I I make time for myself now. Like I say, I got up early before my alarm, and I'm one of those people. Me, I don't know about you, but I say I'm an awful sleeper. So when I'm up, I'm up, and I can never get to sleep. But I'm realising now, like I've got to, I've got, I've got to work on that, and that's something I'm trying to do. I've, like I said, I've become aware of it, and you know, trying to, you know, trying to go to bed earlier, trying to switch off my laptop and my phone earlier. But again, it's very difficult because sometimes at night that's where I, I do my best work. It's where I've had the data, been working and talking and doing 100 and different one things, and then sometimes when I actually stop, and I was tired yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Like I said I'd, I'd had a long day at work. It's Monday, so you're always catching up from the weekend. 
And then, like I said, big gym session. Managed to get my food, you know, my food sorted as well. And um, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was. It was really good. Like I say, I got into bed, and I was just like, right. And I, and I managed to do because it's so hot at the moment. It's it's a rarity in Manchester. We don't have it, you know. It's, it's it doesn't happen often, but it's, at the moment it's absolutely roasting. So you know, it is a bit difficult trying to get you trying to get your sleep at night. And again, for someone like myself who struggles sleeping, it's uh, it's it's not ideal. But again, you just you roll with the punches. And if it means I'm going to be a little bit later to work, it means I'm going to be later to work. Fortunately, I've got a job where I can can kind of come in and out and. Again, I know not everyone has that luxury, but again, that's not that's not my fault. Do you know what I mean? That's what you do, what you do. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like I say, I'm just doing what I do and what works for me. And this is why I'm, like I say, documenting, saying that. And you know, the last thing I want people to think when they listen to this is, "Oh, you're just, you know, you're arrogant or whatever." Because I don't think I am, to be perfectly honest. I'm just, you know, I'm just very open and honest and. That's again. This is what I'm trying to get across, and trying to understand that we're all all got stuff going on. But at the end of the day, we're all human, and I think now more than ever, it's really important we share our experiences and what we're doing and what we're thinking and what we're feeling because there's too many people that are doing it, and it's negative. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's a but. You know, you've got. Like I say you've got to have the rough of the smooth. But again, it's for me. It's. It makes a huge difference when you're positive and you have a positive mindset and an outlook, and, and that's what I've got at the moment because, again, I'm I'm on the right path of where I want to get to. Like I say, I'm not I'm not there yet, nowhere near it, miles away, absolutely miles. But I'm on the right path, and it's and I've you know I've stepped off every now and then and done different things that you know made me you know maybe gone the scenic route or gone you know gone the other way for a little bit. Like I say I'm back on track now, and, and that's through doing what I want to do, eating right, exercising, and yeah, I'm a lot healthier and happier. I feel like I'm going past like the most noisiest place in the world, and like I say, I could regret this being recording a podcast, and you might not be able to hear a bloody thing apart from traffic and people cutting cutting trees down but again that's I'll live and learn and that's a bit you know the, the plan is I think I said it in the first podcast you know the, the aim is to get in a studio and film these and actually sit down and have a conversation you know have a conversation but at the moment I think these are really important because this is kind of the, the calm before the storm if that makes sense this is you know this is me you know, thinking and feeling at the moment, and you know, that's a you know that's going to happen. That's eventually going to happen because it's something I want to do, and I'm one of those people. If I really want to do something, I think it's like anyone. You'll you'll do it. Just might take a little bit of time. Might t- you know it takes patience. But if you really want something, and you and you. And you wake up every every morning, or wake up every every day, and there's a t- part of that day where you think about it. You clearly want that, and it's the same with. Like, here we go. This is this is a good one. This will be interesting because I really want to make a film. I really, really want to make a film. Make my own film. And I've been fortunate in over the past few years to work on other people's films, and I've learned a hell of a lot. And one of the main reasons I've done that is because, you know, let's not get it twisted to pay the bills, but two, was to understand how to make a film and see people's processes and work with different people, from producers, directors, to actors, you know, to lighting, to, to makeup artists, to set designers. And again, hopefully I'll get a couple of people, makeup artists, I don't know if there's loads of people, you know, work on sets. And, and not just film, you know, TV. Know, commercials as well and and eventually I'll get quite a few you know I will interview a few people who I've met on sets but again we our schedules are nuts and anyone who works and, and it will all vouch for me <laughs> and if you listen to this and you do work you will get what I mean 
You know, we're not a massive community, but at the same time, we're always off and about doing stuff. And um, and that's and that's it's exciting. Like when I see people doing well and working hard and getting on these big sets now, like I buzz. I'm not one of those people who was like, oh God, I wish that was me. I buzz for them. And, I've, and honestly, I think if you, you have that mindset, it's a lot healthier, trust me, because I know how hard those 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 particular people have worked. Because I've been on set with them when we when we were doing, when we were bottom of the course sheet, and even that like that don't matter. You're on the course sheet. Do you know what I mean? You're in the game. You're doing. You know you can't take that experience from people, and a lot of the time you do these jobs, and I'd say they're very quick. Could just be one or two days, or sometimes you can be very lucky and be on the be on the whole thing from start to finish. And that's amazing because you, you get to see this, this idea come to life. And that's what, you know, now I'm at that point where I've got a lot of stories that I want to say and I want to portray and I want to, want to put there and put my own spin on it. Because now I feel confident to do that because again, I've got the experience, I've, I've, I've you know, and don't get me wrong, I've still, there's tons of, you know, sets I'll, I'll go on and stuff, because it's not like I know it, oh God, I'm far from it. But I'm just at that point now where it's like, yeah, I am ready to do it. But at the same time, it might not happen for a couple of years, because again, I've got a lot of other things that I'm trying to do. And you can't do everything at once, you know what I mean? You've got to kind of tick them off individually. And, and for me, the podcast was one of them, and this is going to be an ongoing thing, so again, I'm, I'm really happy and proud of, I've started it now do you know what I mean and it won't stop it will continue but the film yeah just, you know I want to do a feature film I'm not going to say too much about it because I don't want to give it away or anything but there was a I went the other day I went on one of the locations and it was just and I, and I was telling, I, was, uh, I brought someone along, which I don't often do, and I was telling them all about it. And I could see they were, they could see how passionate I was about it and that, you know, how much thought I'd, you know, this isn't just something I've, you know, thought, oh, I'll just do this because, you know, I've been wanting to do this for, I'm talking years, I'm talking a very, very long time. And, it's, you realise that this is all probably why, you know, one of the reasons why I kind of got into it. Again, going back to the first podcast, there's, there's 101 reasons why I do what I do at the moment, and whether it's from, you know, watching, you know, watching films with my grandparents back in the day, these old, you know, classic films, um, or whether it was, you know. My mum saying like, oh, you should be on stage one day, you. Or, you know, when I was in college, I had a, I had a teacher and hopefully she's going to be on the podcast at, at some point. Hopefully I'll get the, uh, I'll get the train up to Glossop or she, she can come to Manchester. A lady called uh, Wynne Moran, who had a, ma a massive, massive effect on me. She she kind of put me on on this path and 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 just do you know what she did she called me out and i will i will always respect her and love her for that because i was in i was in i went to severian college which is a fantastic college in in, in Russell, and it's um it's a fantastic place like i say i was very fortunate to go to college i didn't actually plan to go to college to be perfectly honest I was someone in school who I wasn't I wasn't the brightest um, at all, but I, I did work hard. You know what I mean. I got to a point in I think around year nine, and like I say I was kind of always in the bottom to lower sets. Um, I was good at PE and I was good at history, and I had this other teacher uh, called Mr. McCreese, this Irish bloke. He was just another another gentleman who I'd love to have him on the podcast one day. I don't know what he's doing now. Hopefully he's still teaching because he's an absolute gent. And he was a massive United fan, huge United fan, and I'm a massive blue. Uh, so we always had great banter, top banter. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he genuinely was. He was, but he was stern. Do you know what I mean? And that's what you need, especially for young young men. You need that. You need that. Like I say, I'm very lucky. I've you know, I've got my dad, who, who again is a, is 
there's a gent and you know show me work I've so do you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm talking for other lads in my year, you know, unfortunately, you know, either dad's passed away or, didn't, you know, dads weren't around. And you can tell these, you know, this is why it's so important to have strong teachers like and male role models. And this is why, you know, I know this is why, I, I, it's something I know I need to do. You know what I mean? I need to step up now. And I know in the past I have done, but again, it's, I've got a bigger platform now and I can do and hopefully, you know, it will inspire, you know, young men and men and you know lads to be, to be confident and talk and you know experience different things and anyway blah 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 back to the story like i said in the first one i go in and out but you know i'm setting the scene i'm setting the scene so so mr mccreasy was he was brilliant he 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 said to me he's like look you're brilliant at pe and you're brilliant in history he's like why are you not applying yourself in other subjects and i just used to say like well they're not, they're not like you, sir, do you know what I mean? They don't, they don't, they don't make it fun, do you know what I mean? And I remember he was just kind of like, listen, he's like, you're, you're smart. And it was one of the first time a teacher had actually said that to me, which was a huge thing for me because, again, I was always a bit of a jack lad a bit of a joker. But when someone actually calls you out and, tell, and says you're smart, and you realise that, you think, God, I actually am. But again, sometimes you, you might never have been told that. You might never have been said, like, you're actually, you're a bright person. And it, it, positive talk, like self-talk, but telling other people that is, is a huge thing. Because some, like I say, some people will never hear those words. Some people will never have, and this is why, like I say, I try and pass on things or try and encourage people and because I think it's really important, you know, sometimes you could say something and you don't know that could affect that person for the rest of their life. And that's what I've realised now. It's, it's a huge thing, like I say, these moments now, are, they're affecting me, they're happening to me. And it's, um, yeah, it, it did, it, it really, you know, it really kind of, got to me that it really kind of struck a chord with me and made me think right you know what yeah i am and um i'm gonna get my head down and i did and i got my head down and again a couple of the teachers who really helped me as well um and like i say hopefully i'm gonna get a couple of them on on the podcast at some point because yeah i think they've got they've got you know they've, they've been doing these this they've been teaching for absolute years and i don't think they get the credit that they deserve and I know I'm not the only one who's been affected by him, so yeah, I think it's really important to you know to to show the respect that they deserve, and you know, because don't get twisted. There's some teachers who don't, is you know, don't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? And that's just reality. But there's a lot of teachers who do care and do it for the right reasons, and and they're the ones who who often don't get the credit, to be honest, because they they don't like the limelight. They don't. They're not a fan of it. Um, and maybe I say maybe it's up to me to kind of shine a bit of a light on them so yeah so thank you mr mccreesh the absolute star i'm not going to say his full name because yeah just not anyway so he set me on that he set me on that path as well as you know some PE teachers as well and i'll dive into them at another time so he's, he's put me on the path so i've got basically so it ended up comes to results day i got my gcse's and i passed and i couldn't believe it i was prop like honestly i genuinely was it was one of those moments i was absolutely bricking it before and and it's it, it i i worked so hard i worked really really hard and, and again i got i got my gcse's you know i didn't get a's the stars or anything like that. i got c's do you know what i mean but again i was bloody proud of those c's because I, I did i worked so hard on it and i got them so anyway long story short i got into i got into Severi because that for me was the best college. There was a couple of other colleges, but Savs was the one for me. So I go to Savs and I've always, and I, at this point as, as a 16 year old, I, all I wanted to, to do was, was be a PE teacher at that point. So I thought that is the best job in the world. Get to teach PE all day. Great, that's me, sorted. So get into Severian. So I do BTEC Sport which was worth two, like, two modules or two like, credits worth. I did media studies, because again, like, I always had that interest in it. And then I had to do another subject, so I picked ancient history, because again, I loved history, and we didn't really do much ancient history, and I, I was always fascinated by it. Uh, so I did, did it for a couple of weeks, and then 
I remember I stayed in the class a little bit longer because there was a girl who were fancied in it, to be perfectly honest. But then it got to about week two and I thought, hang on a minute, this isn't, uh, this isn't the right thing to do. You know, I'm not enjoying it. And, and I remember I went up to the teacher and this is where sometimes, if, don't regret things. If you're thinking and feeling something, take a breath, count to five or 10, do you know what I mean? Or sleep on it and then come back to it. But if you still feel like that, you clearly don't want to do something about it and take action. So what I did, and I went and saw the teacher and she was good as gold to be fair to her. She said, do you know what? She was like, it's, it's, you know, you've, you've shown a lot of maturity there because a lot of people would have just sat in this class and you know, probably passed and did whatever. But I just was open and honest. I said, look, you know, it's nothing to do with you. I said, I'm just not, I'm just not engaging with the, with the work. And I think it's because, you know, I said it's because maybe it's because of this and that. And she was like, thanks really much. Right, I'm going to, you need to go see your senior tutor, which at the time I didn't know who that was. Again, it was only the first couple of weeks of college. And uh, my, mine was um, this, this Miss Moran, who I'd never met. So I got, got a meeting booked, booked in with her um, in this, uh, this absolutely beautiful building, like this proper old school building. And basically, Savs used to be, if I'm not correctly, I think it was run by monks back in the day, so it was all very, it's really cool. Like obviously there's, there's a lot of modern buildings been added to it now, but there's, there's still some of the old school buildings there, which are, in, are, are beautiful, like really, really nice. So she so, so go through this corridor, it's like bloody Hogwarts, do you know what I mean? So I'm walking through and I meet, I meet this lady and, str and straight away, you know, when you just think, you know, I don't know, I, I just warned to her. She didn't, she remind me of a, she just remind me of, a, of, of a, you know, I hope I don't offend her here now like a mum or a grandma you just you just you know that warm feeling and you could just could sense like oh you care like you're you you you're actually you're you're a good person <laughs> you're one of the good people in education and so we sat down had a chat she was like right jack tell me what so i told her the plan do you know what i mean i was like okay what will be a PE teacher miss and then what i do this 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 and that and she was like, no, what is this all? She said, you seem to have your head screwed on. And at the time I was paying for, I was very fortunate. I got onto Manchester boys' uh, football team. So every now and then I got to kind of skip college on a Wednesday and play, which is pretty cool at the time. And, and obviously in my head that was, you know, the plan all along was to be a footballer, but I kind of knew I was never really good enough to become a footballer, so. Um, yeah, but again, at the same time, you know, I was growing and becoming better and I think, oh, well, I could at least, you know, make a half a decent living out of it. If I went semi-pro and become a beat teacher, that, that was kind of like my plan. So anyway, so we're back to this meeting with, with Miss Moran. And we just, yeah, we just sat talking. We ended up, I mean, I, genuinely, I think we were chatting for about an hour and it was, it was weird that because you don't, it's not often you do that. It's not often you sit there and talk, and we were just talking about different things. And she was just very open and just saying like this, and kind of towards the end, she's like, "Look, I've got you know, I've got to go, I've got a class." And I, I, in my head, I did because it was the English department where we were in. I just thought she was an English teacher. She was like, "Oh no, I'm a drama teacher." She goes, "I tell you what, why don't you do drama?" And to be honest, I always wanted to do drama. Like I always wanted to do it. I always had a I had a teacher called Miss Hill in, in Barlow. It was an amazing teacher, but she, her last year was my first year. So we had her and then she went. So then the drama kind of just never kind of kicked on after that. Because again, it's not one, it's one of those subjects that in education, they don't, they don't at the time, they didn't, they didn't really, you know, it's one of those and it? it's like, oh yeah, it's, you know, drama. But it, I can't tell you, I think it's, it's vital. And again, Miss Hill was one of those teachers who, clearly had an effect on me and could see it in me that like, oh, you're, you can do this. She was like, why don't you do it? So Miss, so Miss Moran, I'm, I'm, got, you know, I'm just going to call her Win because I call her Win. So, so Win, so Win, so Win was like, why don't you come and do drama? And basically all you have to do is for a year. She's like, I'll help you with your coursework because obviously you'll be able to do that. And she's like, you might have to do a play, but that's it and then you'll get your credits and then second year you can drop it and you can carry on with your BTEC sport and your media. So I was just like, do you know what? Yeah, bang on. And at the time, one of my, one of my best mates 
Um, Danny Mack was in the class. And to be honest, all my mates from college, sorry, from high school, dropped out of college within the first like week or two. Like my cousin Alex dropped out, all my mates. Like, so there weren't many of us left, but again, in hindsight, you realise that it was such a, such a positive thing because it, it gets you to, to meet new mates. And I say I was very lucky, I, you know, I became mates with a lot of people in college anyway through, I remember a couple of lads from like St. Matthews who, had, you know, we'd played football against. We'd been kicking lumps out of each other for years, playing against each other in finals and for our clubs. And, you know, then you go to college and then you're like, all oh, right, we're all on the same team now. We're all, and you realise that you're all just, you're just mates. You're just from, you know, from North Manchester and from South Manchester. And, you know, the same with a couple of other lads who, like some lads from Trinity and stuff who I played like for Fletcher Moss with. And again, I'll go into all those at another time. So anyway, so she goes, right, you, you come and do drama. So she's like, your first day's tomorrow. So I was like, right, wicked. So I thought, do you know what? I'm really happy. Do you know what I mean? Dead happy, you know, you know, sorted it out myself. I didn't, you know. And went home, saw, saw my mum and dad. And they were like, sound. And I, mean, I could see, I think my mum, to be honest, I think she knew, like as all mothers do know. She was just, she had a smile on her face. She probably thought, you, this is what you've wanted to do for a long time, but you've probably maybe not been as confident or not had the opportunity. So she was like dead happy for me. And my dad was just like, better play to you, mate, you know what I mean? And, and I'll always respect my dad for that. He's not, you know, he's always been supportive. He's always, I've just been like, yeah, sound. Are you happy? Sweet, no worries. That's all that matters. And so I thought, right, happy days. So I spoke to Dan and he was just like, mate, it's mint, our class is quality, like a couple of fit girls. So I was like, buzzing, happy days. So, so I walk in and, and it's one of those things that like, you'd never forget it. And, and I always remember when I walk into uh, when I go back and I walk into that, that little black box studio, it, it, it's amazing. Every time I do it, I feel like it's a fit. And I'm going to go back because I've not been back for a little while. And I remember everyone was just sat in a circle. Now to me, that was, that was unbelievable. That was the first thing I noticed. Everyone was sat in a circle. Because if you think about it, you know, classrooms, they were always in rows. And just straight away, you just think, oh, right, okay. And I teach, uh, and like I say, Wim was sat in a circle as well. And I was just, it did it just instantly. That was something I've not really thought about until probably now. And I thought, wow, that's different. And, she, you know, so I, got, so I walk in, and obviously I'm bloody well nervous, but, you know, trying to be Jack the, Jack the lad, so I'm bowling, do you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and, and it's funny, I was, uh, I was acting at that point and I probably didn't even realise it because that's what you do. I think a lot of people do that and I, I do it all the time, but now, I, you know, I'm a lot more comfortable and confident in my own skin. So, you know, I'm happy who I am. But at the time, you know, like all teenagers and young people, you, you know, you, you're putting on the front. So I walk in, I get introduced and everyone's smiling, seems dead happy. And I spot them on the dance, he gives me the nod, you know, and he goes, say, say. And then I met a lot of, another lad called, uh, Frenchie, who again, I don't, I don't speak too much anymore, and it's, it's a shame. I'm going to try and, you know, try and get him on the podcast at some point because he was one of those people who had a massive effect on me. He was a year older, and he was a fantastic actor, unbelievable. And uh, we formed a really close friendship, as well as a lot of people in that group, like uh, Nick, like Bumshill, and a couple, a couple other people. Like I say, some really close friends, like Amy Harris and. All these you know, people I've still got friends, you know, still friends with. You know, I might not speak to them or see them all the time, but if I ever see them, it's like, boom, you pick up straight away. And that's what happens in, when you, which I found I always had in sport, but again, it was a, it's a different thing with drama or, you know, now it's with acting and modeling and stuff like that. You, you do, you form relationships that are, and I'm sure it's the same in other careers, but it's a very special bond. Like Amy Coombs as well, it's funny, I'm just walking past ITV, and like, she's, a, she's a writer now. At ITV, and it's like, I bet when she was sat in that room, sat in that room, she never would have thought that. And like, I'm so proud of her. Like she's someone who who have kept in touch with because one, she's top. Two, she's a blue. And three, she's just she's just a genuine, nice, hard-working person. And you do you you, you realise when you get a hold of you, you realise why you mates with these people because because they're good people, and they work hard and they inspire me. They inspire me to be like right. I need to do that, I need to keep working hard and 
so anyway, back to the to the back to the lesson. So I'm sat there, so I'm sat there, you know, a bit nervous, and obviously I'm just kind of watching. And Wim just goes, look, we're doing a uh, one through over the cuckoo's nest, which I'd never read, but I'd seen the film. Because again, you know, I've been put onto it by, I think it was my granddad actually, or so, you know, someone, someone just said, oh, watch that film. And I'm a big fan of Jack uh, Nicholson, and, and, and obviously the, the, the film in general now, as I'm older, you know, it's, it's absolutely a masterpiece, isn't it? And if you've not seen it, go, go watch it. It's a, it's a, you know, it's been loads of versions, but that was a, that was a version that I always thought of. So anyway, so with, so I get given the script and reading through it and we're all doing it. And then she was like, right, we're all going to give you parts. And I remember she said it to me and, and this is when I thought, oh, I'm going to love this class. And she was like, oh, you're going to be cheap on but She was like, but well, don't worry. She's like, learn it for me though. But you don't worry, you don't have to do it. You know, it's your first lesson. So I just thought, this is mint this. I can get used to this class. So anyway, I, I read it and I learned it because I was interested in it and I kind of knew the, the the style and the the you know the kind of the way to do it and like I say because I'd seen the film and that's what I you know that's what I was always good at. I was always good at you know accents and imitating you know things I'd seen on the TV or the radio or people who I knew or you know like people I'd grown up with and I think a lot of it is because like like saying we're Mank but my dad's Welsh so we always had that going to Wales when I was younger. You know, my dad and my mum have got friends from all over, like from Ireland, Northern Ireland, do you know what I mean? From, go, grew up with people from the, you know, friends from the Caribbean, um, family from America, um, French, do you know what I'd like genuinely? So it's that thing where you, you pick up things and accents and mannerisms and, and, and again, so Chief Brandon's this, this very tall, big, and, massive presence but again is a soft but deep voice if that makes sense and i'll never forget so we're doing it we're all going around the circle and thought oh there's only 10 minutes left so you know last 10 minutes we'll do this and then we're gonna go to lunch and i'll never forget she just was like right jack it's your turn and i absolutely it, it was one of those moments of fight or flight and i could and half of was like just run out the door now run out the door and it and it is what it is no one's gonna say anything. And I don't know what it was, she just she just looked at me. I don't I don't know if she gave me a wink, but it was just like a look of, you can do this. And, and and I knew the lines as well. So she was like, you can have the paper if you want. And I, and I was rattling the paper like non-stop, so I thought, I'm gonna put the paper down. And you know, if I don't know the rest of the lines, I'm just gonna blag it. And I remember just looking, and I'll never forget it, I remember looking at the top of the studio, there was a big clock, and I just focused. On the, on, on the 12 and, I'd, and I, it was kind of a bit of a out of the body experience. Like I literally just blacked out and I remember just saying the lines and I played this part and just did what I did I remember I just did it and then I say time kind of stood I just did it and I didn't think I just did it and I remember just just stopping after obviously after I'd finished and just kind of kind of clicked clicked out of it and zoned back in. And I remember just everyone just looking at me. But not in a not in a, a look of God, this is gonna sound a bit weird, but like they just looked at me like wow. It, and it was a weird thing. The only time I'd ever had that was if I'd scored a good goal in football or I can't honestly there's nothing and even that doesn't kind of really put it into into words, it's it is it's an it's a really undescribable feeling. It's only kind of ever happened when I've when I've done things on stage and I've not done anything for a while. So really, like that's something I you know next year, the year after, I really want to do. Like the, one of my aims is I'm going to put it out is to to perform at the Royal Exchange because that's one of the, my favourite theatres in, in the world and have a lot of, just and Manchester. So that's like one of my things that I want to do, and then. Yeah, I just remember that feeling, and everyone was just kind of a bit like, you could, I could tell I'd shocked a lot of people. And then just remember looking at Wynn, and she just had a little wry smile on her face, like, I've got him. And that, that, like, she knew, she knew all along that you can do this, and you're gonna do this, and you're onto something now, and it's clicked in your head. 
And I remember just walking off, and I remember a couple of people like come up to me and were like, mate, that was sick, that was mint, do you know what I mean? That was... And the buzz I got off it, it like I say, is undescribable. And I still, like, even now, just like I say, I'm walking up, and I can feel it, like, man, like I'm buzzing, because it was like, what, that, is a, that feeling is addictive. And it's better than any, any drug, any drink, anything. Like, you can't describe what that is like. Like I say, it's, 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 it's pure ecstasy, man. It's just absolute, just joy. And, um, yeah, and then that, that was kind of my... And then I didn't look back then, and then after that, it's, you know... She kept, she kept, she kept pushing me, she kept, you know, she kept putting me in the leads of plays. I remember we did, we did a Harold Pinter play. And well, yeah, to, and, and like I say, I'll go into, hopefully I'll get win on and we can talk all about that and end up doing a play, and ad, ad, a play which is an adaptation of the amazing film called It's a Wonderful Life, which is a Christmas film. But again, it's not just a Christmas film, it's, a, it's just an amazing film, which uh, is, is, like I say, it's one of, it's, it's one of my favourite films. And, you know, she would have said that in the, you know, in that meeting, I probably would never have done drama, but she, she did, she pushed me and she could see something in me and she knew I, she knew I could do it. But I, did, I never had the confidence to do it, but she, she obviously had the confidence in me. And, and um, yeah, it was, uh, it's, like I say, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for, the, wasn't for those moments. And it makes me realize it's so important to, to remember those moments and, you know, to keep working on my craft and keep pushing and keep working hard. And, and um, yeah, it just yeah, but like you can't see it, but I've got a massive smile on my face, and uh, and it is because of, it is because of that because I've, I've got fantastic memories and times and friendships that you know no one can ever take away from me. And whenever I do feel a little bit down, I remember you know when I was on set once, you know when the things aren't going too well, and you're working on these big jobs, and you think, oh, I've made it, and. And you realise, like, oh, is this it? Like, this is what it's like. Because it isn't, it's not all glitz and glamour. It's not, it's a lot of the time you're on set for 14 to 16 hours, you know, when you, you know, it's cold, it's wet and windy. But again, I love that. I just love it because I always think back to that and just think, oh, do you know what? I'm very lucky to do this. And once it's all edited and, you know, on screen and like I say, you might miss me, you blink or, you know, sometimes I'm in things and it's like, oh, amazing. And people sit and they're like, oh, mate, that's... That buzz, but again, like to me, that first day at, at, at college and that first experience of drama was was something that you know always I always kind of think about and you know good to, it's good to remember and and like I say, hopefully you it, there's something you can think about like that now where you know a time when you're just like wow when life was a little bit simpler and you didn't have you know you didn't have, you know, 101 things to think about and you could just enjoy yourself and, and yeah. So yeah, this is, so I'm gonna, uh, just about to head in, head into work now. So I'm probably gonna cut it here, but I've just looked and done like 48 minutes. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a little intro. I've got some music. So I'm gonna put like a little intro and then, and then maybe do a little outro. But I, like I say, I'm not going to edit it. They're just things I'm going to add on. So, right. Hope everyone has a, a top day or evening or week or month or whatever you're doing. And uh, wishing you all health and happiness. Sending you a big kiss and cutch. Lots of love. And yeah, do us a favour. Get a smile on your face. Keep shining and smiling. And um, yeah, do. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to try and get in touch with, with Frenchie actually. I'm gonna try and give them a shout if I can, or message a couple of my other drama mates and just see how they're doing because, again, I think it's important that we do that. I know we've all got our lives going on and stuff like that, but you know, it's remember it's important to remember, you know, people and friendships we've formed and yeah. All right, safe. Bye.